Another special simulcast of the Batman Universe and the Comic Ben Comic Book Podcast. I am your host, Theo, and this is my final recap of New York Comic Con 2023. Uh, as I mentioned in the recap for days one and two, uh, I only went for three days. I didn't attend that last day on Sunday. So this is going to be my recap of that final day I attended, which was that Saturday. Uh, But there was a lot of information that really came out that day. So, you know, you know, most of it is already out there across the internet, but I'm going to give my recap of some things that happened uh, and a final thought of just the event of itself. And I'll probably do that first, uh, just because it's New York Comic Con compared to some of the others that I have been to. Uh, it's, it's a different experience. And, and I say that I've attended uh, repop events in the past, but what they do over there at the Javits Center for NYCC is is quite different. And uh, I truly enjoyed it. I will say that it is not a one-man job. Uh, so the next time that I will be in attendance, I will definitely be bringing some folks along because there's just a lot that goes on in terms of events and panels and just the entire experience. And it's, it's definitely not something, no matter how much you plan, that you can get done on your own. So what else can I say about the event? Again, those three days that I was in attendance. Uh, it is, it was consistently packed. Uh, you know, I was expecting that for Saturday, uh, being the biggest day from the aspect of just panels and announcements and just all the events. But I was not expecting the crowd to be as big as it was even on the first day, that Thursday. Uh, again, J- the Java Center is pretty huge uh, for a convention center. And it is tiered up, uh, unlike, you know, the New Orleans Convention Center, which is spread out. But, I mean, there was stuff and there were people on every single level, it was consistently packed again, which makes planning of what you want to do a little bit different, especially if you're by yourself. But I was extremely impressed. I mean, I don't know if there were just, if, if 
that Thursday was a holiday or a day off uh, because, again, it was just a lot of people. And I don't just mean adults. There were kids of all ages there. So it's a great experience. I'm truly, truly impressed by that show at the Javis Center. So uh, I will definitely be attending New York Comic Con again one day. Uh, but it is now scratched off of my bucket list leaving just one more that I need to attend that is on my bucket list of comic book stuff that I would like to do and uh, I hope to do that one day in the next year or so. So let's talk a little bit about some of the news that came out from New York Comic Con and some of the events that not everyone in attendance was able to uh, attend. I was invited to a press panel uh, for members of the press only uh, by Skybound to speak with the creators and the entire creative team of the Energon universe, which includes G.I. Joe and Transformers and the newest arrival. Well, not the newest arrival, but the newest addition uh, being creator-owned. Uh, which is Void Rivals. So Robert Kirkman and the entire team was in attendance. And that included Daniel Warren Johnson, who uh, writes and draws Transformers, uh, but also the creative team coming on for G.I. Joe. Joshua Williamson was there in attendance, uh, not just for the regular panel, but also for the press panel that was invite only. And in that panel, they, they answer questions specifically from members of the press and just provided so much insight that you could not get attending a regular panel uh, with, with regards to the concepts that they're coming up with, the plans that they have set for the individual comics as well as the universe, with the Enagon universe. And, you know, one of the questions that I specifically asked was, you know, seeing how big this universe is, is it safe to assume that there's that the, the closest crossovers we'll be seeing for the time being may be between G.I. Joe and Transformers since they are both on the planet Earth and Void Rivals are in a galaxy far, far away. And that was pretty much confirmed from Robert Kirkman. You know, they they have an overall idea of what they want to do, but they're not rushing to do it. Uh, now, one of the other things I was happy to hear with regards to what more we can expect from the Energon universe is that we may be seeing more characters, not not just from the Transformers universe, but also from the G.I. Joe universe. You know, one of the, one of the questions that I asked Joshua Williamson during the panel, and of course he's doing the he's doing the one shots of Duke and Cobra Commander, and I asked him, hey, if if not Duke, if not Cobra Commander, you know, key folks in the in the G.I. Joe universe who would those two characters be? And he couldn't answer the question, not that it wasn't thought of, but that revealing his response may spoil what's coming down the line uh, with regards to G.I. Joe. So 
I'm really excited. I, I really enjoyed that panel that allowed press to really ask questions that you don't get the chance to do when you're in a regular panel. And I want to thank the folks from Skybound for the invite, for inviting me to sit in on that press panel. I I truly enjoy communicating with them on a weekly basis with regards to books that are coming out. Uh, FYI, be on the lookout for the review of issue five of Four Rivals that will be coming out this week as well. That I've really been enjoying that and what Robert Kirkman's been doing with these characters and how he's slowly been integrating uh, the rest of the universe, uh, particularly with the Transformers in it. Uh, But I think he's probably having the most fun since Boy Rivals is 100% creator-owned, even though they may have some characters from the other universes of uh, Transformers and G.I. Joe that will, well, not necessarily G.I. Joe considering where it is, but from Transformers in, in how they make their appearances in the various issues. So that was a wonderful panel. I truly enjoyed it. Can't wait to see what else is to come. Uh, you know, one of the things that they did say that there's a lot on the board that they and Hasbro have been fleshing out uh, that we don't know about yet. And that uh, as those things do come out, we're going to see this universe grow even more. And I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm really impressed with uh, what's been done thus far, not just with Boy Rivals, but also with Transformers. And I am I'm excited to see what happens next with G.I. Joe. And so, you know, just remember with G.I. Joe, they're bringing the series that has been at IDW for so long over to Image as a part of Skybound. Uh, and they're going to keep those legacy numbers. So the first issue of A Real American Hero, G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, it's going to be issue 301, keeping with the legacy keeping with the creative team of Larry Hama as the main writer. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. And, you know, we're going to see, for the most part, a real American hero is going to kind of maintain its own universe as it is right now over at IDW. Uh, But, you know, they're going to still weave uh, G.I. Joe into the overall in a gone universe as well. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they put all of that together. Again, we have Duke number one that's getting ready to come out. And then right after that, uh, Cobra Commander, uh, which are those those one shots from Joshua Williamson. Uh, so pretty excited. Definitely excited. You know, I've been a big, big fan of what they've been doing at Skybound. And so can't wait to see more that's coming out. Now, speaking of IDW, they had uh, their Star Trek panel on that Friday that I attended. Uh, I'm just going to say I love reading Star Trek. I, I, I've i enjoyed uh, the recent event with Day of Blood that crossed over with Defiant, uh, but uh, I'm not sure how excited I am about uh, some of the series that they are 
announcing, I will admit, the annual that's coming out for Defiant, which is going to look at the origin of Thela, which is the child of Tasha Yar that happened in the series, uh, The Next Generation. But that is uh, something I am looking forward to. Um, but there are some new series from Star Trek that's coming out from IDW that I'm not sure I'm crazy about, particularly uh, Sons of Star Trek, which is uh, going to be looking at the sons of Benjamin Sisko, which is, of course, Jake Alexander, who is Worf's son. Uh, there's supposed to be an appearance by Jack Crusher, who is uh, John Luke and Beverly Crusher's son. And then um, Nog, uh, the Ferengi son of Rom. So that's coming out. Uh, not sure I'm excited about it. Um, definitely not a Jake fan. It's going to be interesting to see how things happen with Alexander. I'm not certain if this is going to be pre their blood or not. I really think that it is pre uh, considering the art. Uh, but apparently we're also are going to get uh, to see the son of Q. So uh, we'll see how that go. But I wanted to mention that to mention what happened on Saturday, which was the uh, Star Trek Universe event uh, from the aspect of TV and movies. And so uh, during that panel, uh, showrunner, Star Trek showrunner Alec Kurtzman just talked about a whole bunch of stuff that's coming down. Uh, and he provided some updates, particularly with the Rider Strike now being over and the SAG strike still going on. Uh, he gave an update as far as what's happening. So we already knew that uh, Discovery was coming to an end and it was being canceled. Uh, that was supposed to occur in 2024. Uh, he said that it's still going to happen. So uh, we'll see how that, that plays out. Uh, Section 31, which is the film that Michelle Yao is supposed to be doing uh, that looks at Jojo from the Terran universe, that is still going to happen. And so I'm happy to see that that's going to take place. Uh, we know that Academy is still on track with coming on. And he actually said that uh, the uh, writer's team have gotten back to work on that project. And uh, he mentioned that Tony Newsom, Beckett Mariner from Lower Decks, is actually a part of that writer's room. So it'd be interesting to see what comes out of that. And so speaking of Lower Decks, it was actually teased. And you know, with this season that came out this year, uh, there was a crossover of A Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks. Well, it was kind of teased that we might be getting another one. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see if that happens again. It should happen again. Bringing uh, Beckett and bringing Boimer back into the Strange New Worlds universe. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, hopefully, you know, he's comes true and we actually do get 
another uh, crossover between the two shows, which has been uh, some of the best Trek that's been on TV in quite a while. So that was uh, the Star Trek Universe panel uh, that happened that Saturday. I really enjoyed that. There were several DC panels that occurred on Saturday. Uh, One looked at the overall DC universe, and then the second one, of course, uh, looked specifically at the Batman universe. Uh, It was was called Gotham City Confidential, and uh, Marie Javins uh, led that one, and she brought on um, many of the creators from the Batman universe. Uh, Initially, she brought out Paul Dano, and Stefan Subrick, uh, the artist from the from the miniseries, and uh, they talked about the uh, the trade paperback hardcover that is going to be coming out uh, pretty soon. So that's that's something that if you are a fan of the Riddler uh, from the Matt Reeves Batman universe, you can be on the lookout for that. It was a really uh, I read the first issue. I didn't follow the series through completion. Uh, but if you're a fan of the movie, if you're a fan of the, the Riddler that appeared in that movie, uh, you should pick this up when it when it releases. Uh, but after speaking with those two, you know, she brought on the rest of the Batman Universe creative panel, uh, which included Chip Zdarsky and Jorge to talk about Batman, uh, Tini Howard, who spoke about Catwoman and what's going on with her and Chip with Gotham War and bringing that to conclusion. Uh, They brought on uh, Christian Ward, who you can remember I interviewed for Batman City of Madness, Jason Aaron, to talk about the new Offworld series that's coming out. Uh, So they had a bunch of folks that were on stage. G. Willow Wilson was up there to speak about going on with Poison Ivy. And so it was a good event. I truly enjoyed it. We got one big reveal that I'm sure you've already seen if you are a follower of the Batman universe. And that is that Batman 428, which is the issue in which Jason Todd dies at the hands of the Joker in Death in the Family is getting a new look, and she called it the faux simile. Uh, And what we're going to get when this comes out is we're going to see the story that Jim Stalin wrote with Jim Aparo on art that looks at what would have happened if Jason Todd actually survived. And so that is going to be coming out on December the 12th. If you haven't ordered uh, your books for December yet, make sure you pick that up. Uh, if if I have one thought about it, uh, I guess I can say I'm kind of I'm feeling kind of robbed uh, from the standpoint of, and I've mentioned this many times on the on the comic cast that you know I voted several times for Jason to die and. You know, I'm happy that he died because, again, that was uh, that was a kid I did not enjoy back in the day. And to now see that we're going to get that other story, I sort of feel a little robbed. But again, this is a 
full simile is not in continuity. It's more or less a what if. Uh, if you if you if you you know remember that series from Marvel, uh, we get to see what would have happened uh, if Jason survived his attack from the Joker. And again, this is not a quote-unquote new story. Uh, this is the actual story that Jim Stalin wrote and Jim Aparo drew uh, for Batman 28. If, by chance, the votes went the other way and uh, the fans voted for Jason to survive. So now we get to see what happens in that story with the release of this faux simile out in December. So again, pick that up. Now, that was the big reveal from that panel. Uh, the rest of the event uh, was basically speaking about things that have already been announced, such as uh, Mind Bomb, which is the follow-up from Gotham War, uh, as we see Bruce battle his demon, that is Zoranar. Uh, we spoke about, they spoke about, you know, what's happening with Catwoman after uh, the end of Gotham War. And then they uh, spoke to the other artists with regards to what's coming up with their series. And, you know, one thing I know uh, fans of Poison Ivy uh, would appreciate, and I say that sarcastically, is that uh, G. Willow Wilson basically said that, uh, Janet from HR is not going anywhere anytime soon. I know she is, she has been, she's been a point of contention within that series uh, for quite a while. At least my thought was that she was meant to be a temporary addition to the story. But as we can see, uh, Janet has followed Ivy from the West Coast all the way back to Gotham and continues to be a main part of the story and uh, again from what G. Willow Wilson uh, said she's not going anywhere anytime soon so uh, Ivy fans continue to have fun with that and then uh, some questions were also asked of Raphael Grampa who's the current writer and artist on uh, Gargoyle of Gotham uh, which is the alternative black label series uh, from DC and then uh, she also uh, spoke and asked questions of Christian Ward who's doing City of Madness uh, which looks at the Batman from Gotham Below uh, who uh, if you haven't read issue one yet it's Batman Kills so uh, she also uh, questioned uh, Jason Aaron so there was a lot of stuff that was going on in that panel uh, not a lot of of new reveals uh, or new announcements outside of the full simile for Batman 428. But again, it would have been a dereliction of duty had I not attended uh, that panel and uh, reported on that. So that's what occurred in the uh, Gotham City Confidential panel. And then finally, Marvel held its panel on Saturday as well, and it, it's called Next Big Thing. You know, that's what they do at uh, the 
two huge cons that they have. They also do one at San Diego as well, uh, where they discussed uh, some of the things that's going to be coming from the publisher in 2024. Uh, first up, they discussed uh, the next big X-Men event, uh, which is actually going to be two. Uh, the first being Fall of the House of X. Uh, and then the next one is going to be Rise of the Powers of X. But in this, in this uh, title, X is actually 10. So Rise of the Powers of 10. Uh, so going to see that you, you, they showed a lot of the cover art from Mark Brooks, and I've always been a fan of, of Mark. He's a great artist. I, I met him uh, when he attended Fan Expo in New Orleans uh, this year and uh, got him to sign a few, few covers. I, I really, really like him. Uh, they also, they also, Al Ewan also talked about uh, the upcoming resurrection of Magneto. And if you can remember, if you were following the entire Sins of Sinister Saga, uh, you know that uh, Magneto died on Araco when uh, the Sinister clones attacked uh, Araco on the surface of Mars. So... Uh, Everything that's happened since then, according to Ewing, is going to lead up to this resurrection now. So we shall see how that happens when uh, that series comes out, when, uh, when that series comes out in January of 2024. Now, Chip Zdarsky got around a lot doing New York, not only appearing at the Gotham City Confidential panel, but he was also on the uh, Next Big Thing panel with Marvel, and he was talking about his upcoming uh, Avengers Twilight series that will be coming out. And uh, he mentioned how there seems to be just a ton of Nazis in there, and he didn't really realize how many he had written in but um that was interesting uh apparently again there was the marvel panel so of course when uh there was talk of batman there were a lot of booze uh then uh jonathan hickman uh was speaking about uh, the god series but um what what really interested me was uh when Editor-in-Chief C.B. Zabalski uh, talked about the upcoming books in the Ultimate Universe uh, with Jonathan Hickman. And uh, the two that uh, they mentioned, the one that I'm, the two that I'm most interested in is uh, the Spider-Man that's going to be coming out as well as the Moon Knight. So they're both going to be getting there series in the ultimate universe but uh that was the marvel panel and uh again they do this at san diego so they like they 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 plan these announcements all the time to occur at uh 
San Diego and at New York Comic Con. Uh, I, I was a little disappointed that DC didn't have as many announcements as they did. Of course, they announced that Elseworlds was coming back. Uh, but it makes me wonder why Elseworlds is coming back when we already have Black Label. And Black Label has kind of been that, has kind of been that Elseworlds type imprint where things that weren't in continuity uh, pretty much showed up there. But uh, we shall see how that plays out. But again, Marvel has a lot that's coming on and coming out in 2024, particularly from the X-Books and uh, the fallout from Ultimate Invasion. So we shall see how 2024 is. So again, that was, that was you know, the, the panels that I attended uh, from a comic book perspective. Now, there was another panel that I made sure that I attended uh, that discussed the universe that is comic book podcasts. And uh, it had a bunch of comic book podcast hosts on this panel, a few of which I knew of, you know, because we follow each other on Twitter, uh, now known as X, I still say Twitter, but it was just, it was a great panel as it talked about, you know, the community and how it supports itself and how it needs to continue to support itself and uh, providing tips and just different aspects as to those who not only do podcasts, but who may be thinking about doing podcasts as well. And so that was a, uh, that was a great thing for me to listen to because again, you know, just hearing different points of view with regards to what goes on in doing comic book podcasts was just, uh, just great to hear. And again, it, it gave me an opportunity to uh, meet some friends face to face who prior to then uh we basically communicated with uh, via DMs on Twitter. So that was good, and I was happy to happy to uh, sit in on that as well. But again, that was, that was my trip to New York City again. New York Comic Con was an experience unlike any other. And, you know, that's not too put down any of the other events that I've attended. I've enjoyed every single one of them. They have been great. Uh, but this one was just the massiveness of it and the order in which things were done and how Repop really had this show going was absolutely, absolutely great. I truly enjoyed it. Uh, again, I want to thank Repop for allowing me to cover the event. Uh, there were a ton of folks from the press that were out there just to give you an idea of how massive the show is. Again, it's not a one-man job. Uh, if, if I do go back and I do plan on going back, I do not intend on going at it alone uh, just because of the massiveness of the show. But 
New York Comic Con is off of my bucket list of cons that I wanted to attend. Uh, it is 99.9% uh, the final show for me for the year. Uh, there were thoughts of doing San Francisco, but Theo is not traveling during the Thanksgiving holiday. That is a little bit too much for me to do. So uh, New York Comic Con was probably the last one of 2023 that I'll be attending. Uh, but again, don't let that stop you because there are plenty more out there to come uh, in the world of comics and anime and even Legos, if you if you are a fan of that. So take advantage of those events for the rest of the year and moving forward into 2024. So that is going to do it on, for, for this special simulcast of the Batman Universe and the Comic Ben Comic Book Podcasts. Uh, next time for uh, TBU, there will be an upcoming episode of the Comic Cast. I won't be on this week as I'll be traveling to Las Vegas for work. So I'll, I won't be able to attend that. But be on the lookout for the next episode of the TBU Comic Podcast. That will be coming out on Friday. And then uh, coming up that following Friday. So not this Friday coming, but the Friday after that. Uh, be on the lookout for the next episode of the Comic Ben Comic Book Podcast. And I promise you, I will be doing a lot of comic book reviews. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I've been reading uh, that I really want to talk about that I can't just put into a online review. So uh, that is planned for next Friday. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. But until then, I want to thank you guys again for joining in and, and listening to this special podcast, this simultaneous podcast. Uh, I do thank you for your support, not just of the comic bin, but also of the Batman universe. Uh, please support all of the t all of the podcasts over at TBU. Uh, give us your review, your five star reviews, and then also, you know, I appreciate your support with the Comic Ben podcast as well, and would appreciate uh, some reviews and five star reviews either at Google uh, Podcasts or Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So uh, again, appreciate all your support. But again, that is going to do it for this special episode. I thank you again. Until we meet again next time, keep reading those comments.